1: Welcome, everybody, to Me Time. I am very excited for this episode. I feel like I say that about every episode, but I I actually do get excited about every episode. Um, This week I have on Craig Kilborn, who, well, we all know, very funny, late-night show for a long time. He's one of the late-night kings and has a great podcast called The Life Gorgeous that I did a little bit ago. And I invited him to come be on Me Time because I feel like he is such an expert me time. You'll listen to the episode and sort of figure out why. But after I did his podcast, we really connected on this idea of alone time. So it was really nice. We have a very fun conversation and I hope you all enjoy. And let's see, me time this week. Me time this week, I, I, I had quite a bit of it because I was recovering from a little medical procedure. So I kept the week fairly light just to have room to recover. I did manage to fit in a little pop of time with my friend, Melanie Linsky and Sean Buckholes, who I love. They've both been on the podcast. Matthew Kaner, who was also on the podcast, hosted a New Zealand wine tasting for Melanie. And it was really, really lovely. But I think my favorite me time of the week was I took an afternoon actually, and I went for a long drive. So during the pandemic, I would take these drives around LA just to get out and feel like aware of and in the world. It just, we were so isolated, obviously, and everything. So I would take my dog, Peanut, my dog at the time, and I would, we would just take these drives and like try to catch the sunset maybe in Santa Monica or. There was no traffic, so it was very easy to drive the city, and it just made me feel connected to life in some way. And I really started to kind of, I really love that. Like, I really kept that post-pandemic. So I used to take Peanut up to these lookouts on Mulholland and, and watch the sunset with her and play music and, you know, see something really pretty. And so I do that a lot now, especially if it's like, because traffic's terrible in LA. Just if I need a, a minute and wanna see something real pretty. And sometimes I have a good cry. Anyway, so I decided to it was a Sunday, so I decided to turn that drive into going to see the ocean. So I drove down to the ocean and then it was just so beautiful out. I just kept driving. And I went, I think almost all the way to Ventura, which from LA is, you know, a solid I think when I got back I looked and I had gone like almost like 80 miles or something, maybe, maybe more in my little round trip. But yeah, I went out and I watched the water and watched the sunset and drove back and I took the long way through the city and I just had a nice little epic drive. And I have to say of the whole week, it was my favorite moment because I just disconnected and put on some music and saw something really pretty and it made me feel great. So I wanted to just share that because it was kind of impromptu and much needed. So that was my me time. I'll probably share some pictures of it and please share your me time. Again, remember to use the handles at me time with Maggie instead of just the hashtag so we can repost. And if you feel like it, honestly, up to you. I love seeing what people are doing for their me time because I feel like it it's very comforting and everybody's me time is so unique. So I, I love that, too, that we can all kind of share in like what that looks like for us. So if you don't have three hours to take a drive, maybe you only have five minutes or whatever. So, I mean, honestly, maybe it's just going to like treat yourself to a pumpkin spice latte because it's fall. All right, I'm going to stop talking and let Craig talk, or get into our episode, but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful little me time I got to have, and I hope you all are taking good care of yourself, and that's all. Welcome, Craig Kilborn, Craigers. He's given me a lot of names that I can introduce him by, but I've only remembered a couple, so I'm going to say Lord Kilby, Craigers, Craig, Kilborn. I am so excited to have you on me time. I, I'm excited for everyone to hear. I think what an expert on me time you actually are. But so I did Craig's podcast, The Life the Gorgeous. Oh,
0: by the way, I yeah. it comes out. I don't know when this airs. It comes out Tuesday, October seventeenth. I called you actress and martini lover. I'm hope I hope that's okay.
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't that be okay? It? Well, I didn't know <laughs> if
0: we wanted to promote that you All really true. like martinis and drink Less, by yourself I love, at bars huh? and. <laughs>
1: Well, I feel like you kind of brought this up in our podcast. Anyway, um, I think it's out this week, which is the 17th. Um, which is tomorrow the Tuesday. So this will be out Friday. Okay. So if you haven't listened, go listen to the episode. Wow, we're just we're just like crashing we're we're both each other's guests this week. We're I
0: overlapping. It uh it's called The Life Gorgeous on the YouTube channel and Spotify, Apple everywhere, iHeart. The yeah. way anyway, we were supposed oh, yeah. to do this in person. What happened,
1: young lady? I know. So I look and an abundance of caution uh are out of an abundance of caution. Um I have for the last two days had, I'm, I'm feeling better right now, but I had a, I've had a little cold. I wanted to take a couple of COVID tests just to be like, I don't have COVID. So let's go. And then I thought, you know what? I like, I think I'm fine, but i definitely something's going on. And I was like, I would appreciate it if I were going to do someone's podcast and they showed up with a little cold and they were like, it's not COVID. So it's fine. And we're going to sit in a windowless room in a studio for a little while. I would have appreciated a heads up and maybe a Reworking around that. So that's that's why I did it.
0: Three yeah. things I want to comment on. First of all, thank you for being so responsible. I actually <laughs> have a I have a big week. I have to mm. I have to I have to go to dinner with an old friend this week uh, to a very special place. So it's B-Sick Let. It's on Pico, and it's the owners of it's Walter Mansky. And I think Sean, who is the bartender and the beverage manager manager for all of Walter Mansky's restaurants, I think he kind of owns it too, but he doesn't. But I, he's that important to me, Sean. So, wow. so I'm going there. Can we ask Kla- Sean's last
1: name? I feel like I know a few of Link these my
0: people Link, I believe it's okay. pronounced Linklighter okay. And 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 I'm going there, and then I have to go down to Manhattan Beach and do a pod, be a guest on Brian Rosillo's podcast. Uh, he's on the Ringer, so it's oh, a cool. full week, and I'm also recording my own podcast this week. So that's thank you for being responsible.
1: I love uh, getting an itinerary. I think this is cool. I am I like knowing your week and what you're doing. <laughs> well, my other never... joke
0: is, I think, did you get a little excited seeing Craigers in person and then get a little run down and nervous? I'm wondering how you got the cold. That happens to people. And number three, you still look beautiful, even though you're Thank under the you. weather.
1: Well, yes. oh, thank you. You look fantastic too. Although I am disappointed I'm not seeing the um, linen blazer. I think yep. it was the pressure around. So we sent several emails back and forth and um, there was just a lot of discussion around what we were, what you were going to wear, which then made me feel nervous right. about what I was going to wear. And I spent all day Saturday trying to put something together. And I woke up yesterday with a cold because I don't, I, I, it just... It really, it really look, I, I wanted to show up once you said the the blaze once you said you were you were taking the time to figure out what to wear, I was like, all right, well I'm I'm now I'm nervous. I wasn't nervous before. Right. And I think I it had, may be you know, brought on a, We were
0: we were supposed to tape in person at, at the Cloud Ten Studios at around one o'clock. I had a late lunch plan for us and then we we're gonna transition around four ish to early martinis. <laughs>
1: That can but all still happen. It's all <laughs> it's a different um, day.
0: <laughs> but I think he sorry. got a little, a little nervous and um I yeah. I sometimes wonder, is my this is my mahogany panel, Dan. You have a, a kind of a plain white background with a plastic plant. Is I'm, this
1: <laughs> okay. is this, is, this my, is a real plant? It is called a ficus triangulara. Oh. I, you'll appreciate this. Mr. appreciates nice things and the time to get the the things that you want and in your space. So when I did your podcast, you gave me a whole blank padded wall comment. I was like, no, I know. And I I was, I was looking for the perfect plant and I'm not done. Some art will go here, but I went to sunset nursery and uh, in Silver Lake, by the way, this place is incredible. And I saw a couple people walking out with it, with this tree plant thing. And I lost my mind. I was like, yeah. that's it. That's the tree. That's what I want. That's what's got, it's got to go there. Then of course. And the guy was like, yeah, they were there over there. So I went no more. And they had to order one. they special ordered it and it took two weeks and it is very real.
0: Oh, good. And good.
1: so continue. What about, well, your I was just saying,
0: room? I was wondering if, If my background, which is my mahogany panel den with my conquistador Mm -hmm. lamp, if it, if it's intimidating to people, if it's intimidating to you, I was going to ask
1: you about it. Well, since we're on, so this podcast is called Me Time, mm -hmm. and uh, it wanders all over the place on what that means. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) I, I feel like after I. We had our. I did the life gorgeous. I was like, This person is Craig, is a it's kind of, I think, an expert on me time. You described a moment of like putting on silk pajamas to, yeah, like a whole evening. You were just, you were like, Did I go too far? I'm like, No, you were describing exactly what I'm talking about when it comes yeah. to me time and taking care of ourselves. When I saw your office. I feel like it's very, or you you like panned over for a second to show us some light, and I, I'm curious what like the choices of the mahogany, the sort of it feels it feels very library cigar mm-hmm. loungy to me. Yes. Like does that sort of fit your martini vibe? Is that like your is this your me time space?
0: Yeah, and I think of me time as self absorbed, which is I'm the king of that. <laughs> as long yeah. as you make fun of it, and I've been right. you know Craig has been making right. fun of himself since second grade. I've been using, Craig has been using third person. <laughs> right. Second, I, second I, I,
1: I get this feeling. Like I, when you were talking and we talked about martinis, we talked about eating alone. We talked about staying at bars alone. We ta- I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, and taking care of ourselves. Cause like mm-hmm. that, those are the moments that I feel connected to myself. So like, and I need those to recharge um, more maybe than, than, most, but I feel like you're, you're very similar. Like yeah. we, I think talked a lot about this
0: one. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. <clears throat> there was a, I don't remember the quote, but there was a broadcaster named Jane Pauley and she's married to the I guy, Gary Pauley. Trudeau, who writes Doonesbury. And she said something to the effect that he never really gets down. He, and I'd never really get down. And she said something to the effect that he says, you know, Whenever you have an issue just get into your creative mind and think positive thoughts and think about things that are and I'm just grateful for 8 hours of sleep. This is my mahogany panel den. It's got burl wood inlay, it's got pocket doors. It's a 1923 house. It has a big 65 inch screen over here. Cool. Uh it's got um
1: Did it come uh, did you design this room or did great, it come this way? Great question. Oh, great I know your question. Well, you put in the side chat over here ask about the thing so i i'm joking, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> i was like what did i no. um so no i i um i turned it was a it was i guess it was potentially a third bedroom and i turned it into uh i had the paneling put in uh to look like it was from the 1920s oh. and um i have um uh, can't see but i have uh, these burgundy drapes and then the the weird thing is I you can't see it at all, but it has on the back wall it has uh, oh maybe you can see a little bit between the drapes is um, it's a silk fabric with it's padded so the is back it? wall is padded with silk damask uh, material that's pretty dynamic and um, this is this is my sanctuary it kind it bothers me a little bit that I have my equipment here so I don't break it down so I don't mm. spend as much time. Drinking by myself and watching old movies, I do it on the iPad, etc. But yeah, I think um, I think oh. uh, along with my club chair in my living room, this is a nice place to sit and think and listen to my music and dream and all those wonderful things.
1: I love that. I feel like we have to have that space. It's so interesting. I'm in my office right now. I it's too messy at the moment but if I were to flip it around this is where I would like paint and I'd spend time and I think having a creative space is like is very very important it's also interesting because it's where I record and I've had the same thing where I'm like I'm not going to break down the equipment every time um but it does sort of uh take that having all this electronic equipment and cords and things around takes a little bit of the of that like special magic out of it. Just a little bit, but it's interesting that you watch your movies now on an iPad. I know. Uh, I, that is, I would not have guessed that. I would, because yeah. I feel like you're a ritual oriented well, person. Yeah. Bad.
0: So um, my, my, I have a longtime time uh, partner, Princess Cherry, and she's uh, actually an interior designer she has but she thinks i have good taste because i do but she has great taste. (laughs) she's also a costume designer and this kind of makes me laugh i'm going to tell you you're a little too young but some women go crazy over this she's a costume designer for rod stewart and his band
1: oh stop it
0: so a lot of of women a, a lot of women you know older than you worship rod stewart just to let you know
1: I worship Rod Stewart. What are you talking about? Right. I mean, you know, 23-year-olds can love Rod Stewart, too, Greg. Come on. Right.
0: So yeah. so, so I I, we, I, get to bed early, and we watch it on an iPad right in front of me. But when it's a special movie, like I, I, there's a movie called Interstellar, which is a oh, Christopher yeah. Nolan movie. Yeah. So we, I watched it in the den where I have surround sound, and when they went through the wormhole, my entire den and the couch was shaking. I mean, it was intense. Oh, so with special so cool. movies, I'll break down the equipment yeah. and, and, and watch, watch movies in my den.
1: Obviously. Yeah. That deserve yeah. that. Like yes. the, the only way to watch them. Yes. Yeah. You know what I talked about on your podcast and I would like for you to watch in your, in that, in that room yes. is Arrival.
0: Oh, You know, I was surprised at how highly rated that was. So that's, you've taught me something. Mm. You've taught me more than something. I I just think, I I don't know how many me me time podcasts you've done, but the thing that you said on my podcast that just leaped out was that you as a woman can go have dinner by yourself at the bar and thoroughly enjoy yourself. And I I can do that as a guy, but I didn't know you could do that. I think that's amazing.
1: Thanks. That's my that's a I'm well, this is where this podcast kind of came from. Was a lot of times in my life, people like if I say I'm taking a trip or I'm going out to eat, my friends will literally say, Is this a Maggie time trip? Or is someone going with you? Or are you going, you know, are you just gonna have a Maggie night? Or are you because it is something I've done. I mean, I've traveled alone for a long time. I've I've I have no problem eating alone. I love people too, but I'm just saying like, it's a not a thing for me to do that, yeah. Are you tired of feeling like you're breathing in pollutants and allergens every day? Want to ensure that the air you and your loved ones are breathing is clean and healthy? Then you need to hear about Air Doctor, the revolutionary air purifier that is changing the game when it comes to indoor air quality. With the seasons changing, kids back in school, the holidays are coming up, Americans spend 90% of our time indoors. According to the EPA, Indoor air can be as much as 100 times more polluted than the outdoor air. Having clean air is one of the fastest and easiest ways to improve your health. With a high-quality air purifier, all you have to do is breathe, which is why you need Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold, so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses an ultra HEPA filter that has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses. Guys, that's almost all of them. Air Doctor has captured the attention of established media outlets such as CNN, Money, ABC, and more. Capturing odors from cooking and smoking to chemical cleaning products, you can trust air Doctor to keep everyone in your household breathing the freshest air possible. I have an air doctor I love it I will tell you that sinus wise and allergy wise all those things you kind of can't see you just notice you start feeling better so that's happening but the thing I can usually tell right away is like if I'm cooking and I know this is about air purifying but it's it it is kind of insane on how quickly it removes bad odors like cooking fish or whatever I have tried it I'll just put it on high like while I'm cooking something like that it's like gone this the smell is gone Anyway, I move my Air Doctor around because I use it kind of everywhere. So I will put it in the places I spend the most time. So podcast studio my office, for sure. But bedroom at night. And when I cook, it's literally, as I was just talking about that, it's in the kitchen. And it's going always while I'm cooking. So the smell goes away right away. Like it's miraculous. Anyway, I've also noticed, yeah, my allergies, things have gotten better. So with Air Doctor, there's no need to worry about noise. They use their exclusive WhisperJet fans, which are 30% quieter than the fans of ordinary air purifiers. You can run Air Doctor and the highest speeds while enjoying a peaceful home environment. Yeah. So it's time to get peace of mind with Air Doctor. Air Doctor comes with 30 day money back guarantee if you don't love it. So just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code METIME and depending on the model, you will receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. And exclusive to podcast customers, you will receive free three-year warranty on any unit, which is like an additional $84 value. This is such a great deal, but it's also like this is a great gift for somebody. Like who can't use cleaner air? Everyone can. Like, it's such a good idea. So, lock in the special offer by going to air doctor, A I R D O C T O R P R O.com, and use promo code me time.
0: How long have you been dining by yourself? Is that something in the last five years, or did you do it in your late 20s? I mean, again, whatever age, I know you're. Youthful. Um,
1: you mean uh just a couple of years ago in my late twenties, I, I discovered that I let no, this is a funny dumb joke that we'll keep doing uh because I like it. Um, but I I think for me, I love that the interview switched, by the way. You're like, well, I
0: was just <laughs> wondering about that.
1: No, um <laughs> no, I feel like let's see. I I think that because I have traveled alone, I'll take little Maggie trips. They started small as like just kind of staycation, like a weekend away here or there that I just, I'm like, I'm not going to stay in my room and eat. I'm going to go, you know, have a great <laughs> meal somewhere and have, and I think it just became something that I, I, not only that I, I, uh, I got comfortable with that. I look forward to, like, right. I actually enjoy a night where I can just treat myself and right. yeah.
0: So you're sitting at the bar. I know that you have favorite spots, Yeah. but are you comfortable going, can you go to a bar and have dinner at a place you've never been to before?
1: Yeah. If yeah. there's a bar, like I, I don't enjoy sitting at a table Correct. alone. Yeah. Correct. Um, But I do love, yeah, I'll, I'll, if there's an open spot, sure. And I will say I've left some places I've like, I've sat, maybe had a drink or ordered a drink and been like, this isn't the vibe. This isn't this doesn't feel good. Yeah. So I'm pretty like aware. It's interesting. I can be more almost more aware of that when I'm alone. Like I can really get in touch with like (laughs) now we're getting in. This is the point of the podcast though. Is like, well, how do I want to feel? If this is a night I get to enjoy by myself, then I want to like I'm I want to have the optimum experience, the optimal experience. And what does that look like tonight? And sometimes it's like cozy and quiet and the place I've always been. And other times it's like, man, I really want a good piece of fish somewhere. And it's, I hear this place is great and I'll go. Most likely though, I'm going to go to a place I've been to before.
0: Right. Yeah. But if I'm in
1: another, if I'm traveling though, yeah, that's completely different. Then it's all new. So yeah.
0: I'm going to let you ask another question. I just have one more on this is how important are the bartenders in the conversation with the bartender?
1: Um, it depends. It depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes, ugh, I'm moody. Sometimes I, uh, I'm open to a, a a little back and forth. But for the most part, a little chit chat is good for me. Um, with the if there's a with the bartender. But for the most part, I'm. I'm going with the exception of, you know, a few times, I'm going to probably do a crossword puzzle, okay. maybe get some work done, maybe just,
0: I, okay. yeah.
1: But, so, but yeah. that is important though. Like I had a place I used to go to in Silver Lake called Covell
0: mm-hmm. that
1: is a, is a wine bar. Yeah. They, I, know, I know
0: that one. Yep.
1: Yeah. Great wines. And those bartenders, I feel like, because I've gone there for so long, 12 years now since it opened i think i went like the weekend it opened um that the conversation is just a part of it um Mm -hmm. so i don't mind the check-in and like the you know then they go do what they got to do in the check-in and come back and yeah i you know what i'm i'm more open to that than i'm making it sound yeah but it's not it's not as important that's what you so i
0: i don't i was gonna ask if because i don't do this if you brought a book but you bring Mm. crossword i've never done that so i go in there i have my phone i can check scores i can I can, you know, follow a game, but it's there to sit in my blazer. So I like wearing vests, have a Mm -hmm. martini made. If the guy is interesting, I'll chat with him a little Mm -hmm. bit and, um, but just take it in. And I think I told you one of the jokes I like to do, there was a place I used to go to, but sadly, a lot of them closed down these, some of these restaurants, but, um, they would, you know, play in the the pipe in the music. They have a music, they have the speakers Mm -hmm. and they have a playlist, And then I would say to the bartender, put on Careless Whisper. I just want to see. (laughs) And the guy goes, yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. And then I just look at, I just want to see how everyone reacts. Everybody reacts. Everyone (laughs) brings it down.
1: (laughs) Careless Whisper is a really good mood-changing song. It's like the perfect bullseye for that. Okay, so back... Back Back on you and your me time. So I usually start this, I mean, we're well into it now, but I usually start this by like sort of asking how you discovered about yourself, like how you A, decided or discovered, I need me time, I take my me time, I will, and not only that, like it doesn't sound to me like you reach out to people and then you're like, well, no one's available tonight, I'll go alone. It sounds to me like you're just like, No, my plan is to go alone. I would. My preference is to go and have some uh, some time. Yes. So, and we're not just talking about restaurants and and martinis and all of that. We're talking about this sort of what I try to get to on this podcast is the experience of doing something that makes you feel connected to yourself. However, you want to feel. If it's you just want to unwind, great. But if you want to like tap into like a little spirit. Like you talked about dreaming, you talked about your house. We've talked about old movies. We've talked about what it feels like to hold a martini or like you put on a blazer to go out, like these kinds of things. So I'm, I'm, I want to go back to like where and how you discovered and found these things about yourself that you now treat yourself to. It sounds like on the regular. And I love that. I'm, I think we're similar this way.
0: Yeah. So I've always had, uh, and imagination. I was the youngest of three kids. Instead of hanging out with my peers who listened to white rock and roll, I listened to Sinatra, Nat King Mm. Cole, Miles Davis. Mm. My dad was very clever, did crossword puzzles every morning and flew through them. I had an older brother Mm. who was more muscular, more introverted. The lone valedictorian of his graduating class of 500. He's a software engineer and he likes science fiction. He's Spock-like and he's proud of that. Not a lot of emotion
1: mm. and wonderful
0: cool. muscular calves. So <laughs> I'm giving you details. So I but I, like I was it. always very funny. My dad was funny. And so I just, I would, when I say the word dream, you know, part of it was listening to my music you Know before I played a high school, what before basketball games? Uh, you, you, you're at home, and I actually had it on the stereo, I had the speakers on, I'd be in the living room, everyone would be elsewhere, and uh, I would listen to Barry White, let the music play, or some, some upbeat songs to get me going. And I would envision uh, making a nice pass. I was clever passing mm-hmm. and scoring, but I I think music uh, is something that helps me. I know that as I jump around here, Cameron Crowe will write to music. He'll listen to music and he'll write. Well, that happens to me. I'll sit in my distressed leather club chair in my living room with a silk robe, coffee. This is in the morning and mm-hmm. usually put on Bill Evans, uh, which is a great piano player. played with Miles Davis. Very soothing, relaxing and, uh, you start to write and you start to, uh, come up with ideas, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I also do that when I, my, my, really, my only exercise is hiking or walking. And I, and I have been wearing headphones and sometimes air, air AirPods, but now I wear these headphones when I walk and I listen to music. And it's very funny because I walk through, I do tell people on my Instagram, I live in Hancock park, but it's a big, it's a big area, but mm-hmm. I walk through it. And some of the the music is uh, moving and poignant and I'll be walking and I'll go, this is great. Life is great. And I'll put my finger up like Larry Bird after he just made a shot. And I'll extend <laughs> my hand as I'm walking through Hancock Park and I feel alive and electric. And I just think it's it's uh, it's a euphoria when you hear music and you walk. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah. No, I
0: unpack there, Maggie.
1: No, this is what I'm talking about, Craig. This is what I like to hear. Can I ask you though about this? So yeah. we're we're holding our hand up and pointing in the air for the people who are not watching the YouTube of this, but I'm going to get real silly with you for a minute because I feel like I I do these things as well. I'm totally relating to everything you're saying, by the way, the music, the walking. Mm-hmm. I do think there is something in the right and left of like walking music, listening Mm -hmm. rhythm all of it but like so when you put your hand up do you say anything do you imagine anything is it like a magnet or a lightning rod or is there anything that what is the significance of that um that makes the yeah Larry
0: Bird uh oh
1: because that's why he did it well
0: I think it's an on my Instagram, I do a thing a lot. People go, "What is that? Where's that from?" And I spin. I put my arms out in my in my sport coat and I spin around. And I've done that a few times. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you have to go deep in my Instagram. You'll see me. Okay, spinning. I will. You see me, me spinning. Tell me about the
1: spinning, though. I want to know about all of this.
0: So the, the, it's exalting is what I say. It's just like, it's like when you see somebody, Michael, you put your hands up. So Larry, Larry was in the three-point contest and he had to make the last one and he, and he shot it and released it. And then he pointed in the air like he knew it was going to go in, you know? Yeah. And he walked away uh, and extended his arm. And it's just, uh, it's just an exalting for me. And okay. I, do, I have little dreams of small projects I'm working on and I just think about it and it's positive energy. Um, so that's, that's what that is.
1: I love that. I feel like I'm kind of with you on, um, so, you know, we've talked about on me time, a lot of uh, several people have talked about, you know, whether training or working out or like, that's also, that can be like getting your body and feeling all of that. That's it for a lot of people. For me, I have to, I'm with you on hiking and walking. I can walk for, I do these Epic walks in LA where I will tell me how epic. I mean, I've walked from, you know, Hollywood to downtown before.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: I will well, How do, many
0: miles? Do you know how many miles that is or not?
1: I don't know. It's okay. a, it's a, it's a lot of hours. <laughs> okay. But like, um, it's actually not that many miles. That's what's really interesting. Okay. Think of it that way. It's just that LA is like we think of it as so spread out and it is. Um, but, you know, when you really break it down if you're going to run on the treadmill or walk for an hour or two or hike you're, you know, you could probably walk from here to deep West, when I say here, I'm in Hollywood, deep West Hollywood or on your way to Beverly Hills or whatever. So I love, um I yeah. love doing that and listening to music and taking in the city. And if I want to stop anywhere or like pop in some place, that's like, if I have the time, that's one of my favorite things to do. But yes, tell me, hand raise. I just,
0: I just, when you talk about these epic walks, I've done that also. And oh. some, sometimes I used to live in the Hollywood Hills behind the Chateau Marmont. So I would, I would take my car down to Beverly Hills to have it worked on. And I would walk all the way back and I would just cause I want to get five or six miles in or whatever it is.
1: It satisfies but, a lot of things. Like you get right. your workout in, you get your, you get your steps in, but you can also. <clears throat> so listen, tell me,
0: here's a weird memory, but a few years back in the last probably eight years, Uh, I had a friend from visiting from New York and I don't celebrate New Year's Eve, but he was in town and he said, let's have dinner at uh, the Chateau Marmont. So we had dinner there and then we were done. Now, I have uh, I was wearing a sport coat and a dress shirt and uh, some type of slacks. I don't know if they're dungarees or if they're khakis i don't remember i'm sorry i don't remember everything but i have these armani loafers these brown armani loafers that are Mm -hmm. kind of classic but they're armani so they're a little stylish with the great rubber sole but you can't really tell that's rubber and i walked all the way i was going to take a a uber home but i said i don't want to walk i have a little buzz i want to walk and just you know and it was probably you know 10 30 or 11 p.m and I walked all the way to the Larchmont area from um, from the Chateau because I live wow. a, I live in that area in the Hancock yeah. Park. So that's, yeah. that was a nice walk.
1: Wow, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so you touched on something that I actually haven't talked about a lot on here, but I think we share a little, I think we're similar around this whole idea of me time and rituals. I'm mean, bringing it back to me time because that's the name of the podcast. Um, but that this idea of dreaming um Mm. and and you know we're meaning like waking dreaming but dreaming of like so you talk about coffee you talk about your silk pajamas like you're not in sweatpants no you're not in a t-shirt no why
0: well there are times where I will do that but if I'm going to drink at home I get dressed up um, I
1: love this so i know much. I know i'm so holistic cool. around things too this yeah. is why I'm trying to get to like the root of like what it what it does for us the you know the other, part right yeah. the other
0: thing is and this is a weird I don't know if I believe this but my brother was a high jumper and he had the high jump record at high school for about 15 years six four he jumped six four and then uh but he jumped higher down in college but anyways but the, the thing was you don't want to wear out your left leg. You know, he jumped off his left leg, you go over a Fosberry flop, the backward thing. You only have so many jumps in your in your leg, man. Just don't don't abuse it. And right. I would we would tra- translate that to drinking where you only have so many drinks in your body, so don't abuse it. But don't my thing is don't waste a drink on a subpar location. So I'm not gonna go to yes. have a martini at a biker bar. I'm not gonna right. do that. Right. I'm going to, and, and now I've cut down where I just want to, I just want to be able to, you know, continue to drink through my seventies once in a while. So I don't want to abuse it. So if I have a martini now, it's pretty special. Um, I, a, I understand
1: yeah. that. I understand yeah, one, that. One a week,
0: you know, and I, and then I think to myself, holy crap, pressure on this bartender. I haven't had a martini in a week. You better make oh, yeah. a good one, you know?
1: Do you ever, do you have to ever guide, do you guide them? Are you like, are you let a, them?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I just say ice cold, you know, because they, they'll they put some ice chips on the top just because it's so cold. Yeah. I think you can call that bruising the vodka, which is fine. Yes. But yeah. but the, the only tricky part really is if you're going to ask for a little vermouth, which I do sometimes. And a couple times I've gotten too much vermouth and then it kind of ruins it for me.
1: Oh, know? I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah.
0: So I don't. Yeah.
1: So I going back to this dreaming thing that you were talking about, yes. about walking about having your coffee having the music on in a certain way this is sort of touching on I think what I feel when I have my alone time which I need a lot of it's because that is when I feel like I am my most creative even if it is a dinner even if I am out even if I'm in the world there's a there's a feeling of like giving myself an experience that that inspiration can come from that no matter Mm -hmm. what like whether it's your coffee and your music in the morning I feel like you are very like between that the martini the way you like to watch a movie there's like a whole you're trying you're touching on a feeling and then when you said you were walking and that's when you dream and sort of ideas come with you or come come to your projects that you're um working on do you feel that you can get to that place that's sort of magical I think this is why people meditate I'm not a big meditator but I do believe that this is sort of that's the place we are trying to get to when we're Mm -hmm. in our dream state and when we're open that inspiration can kind of flow in and and we can pull from that like I for me it fills the bucket it fills the bucket for me in a way that like I'm all the creative juices can can flow when I am in that kind of a when I am in that kind of a flow, I sometimes feel like I struggle and this might just be a whole other podcast, but like I struggle with achieving that same space when I'm on a walk with someone else, when I oh, am yes. at a oh, thing with someone absolutely. else, not even conversing, not even, but just that it's a very, it's very specific to having that time alone.
0: Multiple questions. Number one, I don't know if I <laughs> asked you this one on my podcast. Are you an only child or not?
1: No, I have two brothers. Okay. Okay why very
0: interesting when you said you don't meditate um Craigers doesn't meditate he's not opposed to it years years and years ago i was teaching comedic traffic school this is hilarious when i was out of college in my early 20s yeah and i just remember i would it would be like 26 kid you know students Is you get a speeding ticket on pch in malibu you got to go to eight hours of traffic school and it was comedic traffic school. And I'd have everybody say, hi, I'm Maggie. I'm an actress. I was speeding in Beverly Hills and I'm a traffic violator. Like I'm mm-hmm. an alcoholic. I'm a traffic violator. I would have everyone mm-hmm. say this. They'd have, and they'd say what they did. And a guy says, uh, hi, I'm in, a, I'm in a band and uh, and I, I was speeding and blah, blah, blah. I go, and I would follow up. I'd say, oh, what's the, what kind of music? What's the band? Go, well, it's called Devo. Oh, like well, a knockoff of the Devo band? He goes, no, I'm in Devo. I'm in the band, even. Wow, <laughs> it was that's, really funny. But there great. was a there was a, a guy, and it was uh, his job. This was so. This was late '80s. His job was to, I guess, witness to people and 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 convert them to do TM, yeah. Transcendental Meditation. Yeah. And he says it really helps you, Craig. You'd be great. And I never did it. And then I hear that you know. I don't know if it was Seinfeld or Howard Stern or even Clint Eastwood that they all do TM, but I've never, I do this on my, I do it on my Instagram. I go, <sighs> I do a long exhale for comedic purposes. I'm exhaling and I'm at peace. But why don't you meditate? I love
1: that. I have you I, tried I, it? I've seen some of your Instagram, by the way. I love it. I feel like your Instagram is very much about like, Food, martini, nature. I feel like it's very, you know what? I feel like I, it's very you. Mm-hmm. Um, where I feel like a lot of people have, you know, Instagram is putting forward a version of them they want to be seen or that, you know, right. whatever. I feel like yours is very authentic. Why don't I? Oh, just because I've, I've never, it's so funny you mentioned TM because I have a friend who does this every day, several actually, and they have said to me as well, like, this is something I think based on what you talk about and how you work, dream, whatever that you should be doing or get into and to say, I haven't even tried it. So, and I, and I'm very curious and I want to, so this isn't like a, I don't meditate cause it's not for me. I'm like, no, I actually want to know more about it. If it is something that based on what I talk about and how I dream and how I get to ideas and whatever, if this is a, uh, uh. price
0: Go to your happy price price line
1: I can get very like time not time management but sometimes I really don't want to be on my phone at all like I'm very bad at getting back to people in certain amounts of time I'm not the like I used to be a really great texter I feel like I'm not anymore I feel like it almost like it it takes me out of whatever space I want to be in the constant, like looking at it. And so I've had people say TM, even just for a little amount every day can really help with like balancing all these things that kind of put you in that, like, like I'm just annoyed and over the top very quickly. But so, so I'm not a meditator, not because I've tried it. And it's not for me, just in a, it's something that I haven't totally dived into yet. And I feel like when I hike or when I walk, it is sort of what I think a meditation is, like a. Especially if I'm in the dirt, like especially if I'm on a hike, especially mm-hmm. if I'm and there aren't a lot of people around, like that's when I really feel like I, yeah, um, I I really kind of step into whatever that is. But man, if if there was a way to tap into it quickly like that, and sitting in my office, I I would love to learn. So do you yeah. uh,
0: do you sleep well? Pretty well. Okay.
1: Maybe a little less lately, but I, <laughs> I love, again, this interview turned around. These interviews well, I just,
0: it's just part but, of a conversation. No, it's I cool. know. I know.
1: Yeah. I feel like just lately, I, my sleep hasn't been as great. It's And okay. I used to be like, I used to say a lot, like, I love that I don't have sleep issues. And I feel right. like I jinxed it a little right. bit. Why do you ask?
0: When I was working in late night, I, I sleep pretty well. I like my eight hours, but. It gets interrupted sometimes. I go hard four hours. It's like deep, and I go to bed early. You know, nine-ish, sometimes 8.30, I'll fall asleep. It's great, but I wake well, up- We use said for... hard
1: four hours, like that's all you sleep?
0: No, no, I go hard oh. four hours, and I wake up, I go, oh, God, did that
1: feel good? Oh, yeah. That felt yeah. good,
0: that felt yeah. really good. And then it yeah. might take me an hour or two to get back to sleep because the agile mind is alive yeah and i had this when i was working there was this guy who was a malcontent and i would say um okay. i would say uh i didn't get my my eight hours and he was like why you, why, you don't sleep well what, what's what like he was thinking it was like like there was some trouble and i said no no i have an exciting life and it's sometimes hard for me to shut down at night because i'm I just interviewed Clint Eastwood, and then I went to Mastros with Dennis Farina, and then oh. you know things are happening, and I got to shut down and go to sleep here. Life is exciting, so sometimes people might not sleep because life is so exciting. And I and I do look forward to the coffee in the morning. It's it's um, it's me too. Yeah, it's like yeah. my
1: I can spend. I I will Craig. I will wake up. Let's say I have a five thirty call time. Yeah, I will wake up at four three thirty or four. Yeah. You know, good quality time to sleep for my yeah. day,
0: yeah. but
1: it's more important for me to have that hour and a half of quiet, my coffee the way I like to make it, and not rush that experience. If mm-hmm. that, that's what I think meditation. It's like this is what I mean when I think uh, when when I associate what people talk about with meditation, I think about it like that. It's like, oh, this is the hour and a half that I give myself every morning that I need no matter what. I don't mm-hmm. care how early the call time is. It just means I'll go to bed that much earlier the night before Right. so that I can have that ritual, that time that's just for me in the morning because it makes, yeah.
0: Do you ever do, um, I sometimes do, I can put it, I won't put it in the form of a question. I'll just say it. Oh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like a question. I sometimes, so I, I sleep pretty well. I used to sleep great. I sleep. I sleep well. I love sleep. I. I don't have to get up by a certain time because I'm mm. kind of. A, I have no stress in my life, but I will sometimes take a valerian root. I'll take a little valerian, mm-hmm. and once good. in a while I'll take a melatonin. But uh, no, I sleep. And I and I take naps occasionally if I don't get my solid eight hours. But yeah. um, I love my sleep. It's, it's very healing, obviously, you know,
1: it is. It's, and it's also when we, you know, all those things, are you a, like a dream person? Do you like, do you ask yourself a question? Do you, do you ask for anything before you go to sleep? You know, they say sometimes if you sort of just say to the universe or yourself, like, oh, I kind of would like some clarity on this, you know, and welcome your dreams to bring that into you. <laughs> I
0: haven't, I haven't done that. I dream about things. I, I dream about things I want to accomplish. I don't ask a question like I need clarity on this. When I'm awake I think about different strategies or whatever. But um no, I I have uh, I don't remember all my dreams. They I I assume everyone's dreams are pretty crazy and creative and fluid, you know. It'll be they will be in a room and there'll be a, a lion that turns into a Maserati and mm-hmm. that's it's a thing, you know, everything <laughs> everything changes. I, do you
1: have a dog? Do you have a pet? No, I
0: had a golden retriever and we had we had oh, to put him to- down. We had Sorry. to put him down when I was in high school. They actually got the dog my parents got the dog when we moved from New Jersey to Hastings Minnesota and my my brother and sister were in school and I was not yet in kindergarten and they said you you were a little lonely so we got you a golden retriever and then we had to put him down after you know he lived to be a long you know I it was I was in high school I think when we put him down and then I've been loyal to him ever since i'm going to make a comment on a dog
1: hold on <laughs> by no, the way
0: Did I, did I tell you last time, uh, about the the dogs that I like or not? Oh yeah, I did. I did. I told you, I like, what did you tell me? Airedale. Remember, you know what an Airedale looks like? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: love them. Kind of a black and tan color there
0: with the. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. No, I, can I tell you though? I think like what people like therapy, that that is therapy for me is a, is a night where I give myself a, a dinner, a treat or whatever. And I'm I do it regularly. It's not like, oh, this is some special occasion that happens once or twice a year. But it it can set my whole week off in like a nice way. Go on.
0: Can yeah. I ask you kind of an obvious question that's not that clever, but I just wanted to know when you're yeah. uh, and I so I get dressed up when I go out mm-hmm. by myself. Yeah. I don't know if you get dressed up, but how do you yeah. handle how do you handle uh, guys, you know, trying to chat you up and, and you're we, not interested? What do you do?
1: We did talk about that. I love that you've specified not interested cuz, you know, you would chat if you are, but um no, I I don't necessarily get I don't well that's not true. I get ready. I would say maybe I'm not like getting super crazy like I'm going out in this outfit tonight cuz I'm going to this bar and I know the people there. No, this is like all for me. So so for me it's like uh do I, you know, it's a little warm out. I I don't feel like putting on heels tonight so I'm gonna wear something that looks good with flats and I'm gonna like I just want to be comfortable at the bar Mm -hmm. but I also like you know I want to feel uh like a really good version of myself Mm -hmm. um like my best you know my best version but doesn't necessarily have to be all glammy and whatnot so yeah I put I don't just like go out and I don't just leave and go eat and I feel gross that to me I can't do I have a hard time doing that in my own like home. Like if I've been out hiking or doing anything, like I, I must change. I must shower. I must like going, I think that might be some of my Kentucky roots too. There was something about like dinner time had a like, or maybe that's just in general, but yeah. yeah.
0: Cause I only hear you talk about dinner. Like Mm -hmm. you've never gone out for lunch or anything. Like you don't even eat lunch. It's just coffee and then it's dinner. What's that?
1: (laughs) is i'm i'm like more of a grazer i am not a big lunch person okay. i'm not a big brunch person Okay. so i yeah it's a i like that part of my day if now i i'd rather have coffee and like get to happy hour right <laughs> right early early dinner do you think um, you eat
0: do you think you eat healthy in general
1: yeah i do think i eat pretty healthy right. but but i also like i don't deprive myself when i go out to to eat. I'm not thinking like, Oh, let me not get that. That's going to be too heavy. I'm like, if right. I'm at a place like Marvin that has some of the most incredible pasta, if I'm at little Dom's that has my, one of my favorite like I'm getting what I want to eat. So, right. but during the day, sometimes I will, I will, if I, I also, if I know I'm eating, Oh my God, this is turning into like a food podcast, but uh, if I, <laughs> but this is a very important part of our me time, wait, I'm going to go back to the other thing. I have, I am sap. I am a savage at a bar. Is it a savage? I am savage. If so, if I don't want to talk. Yeah, you will know. Oh. I am not. I'm not. It's not that I'm, I'll do like the nice thing once. Of just like, hey, thank you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll converse for a second. I'm not going to be like, don't talk to me. But All if right. there's like a little back and forth, if I see that it's like, continuing and I feel it kind of encroaching on my me time, I'll say, have a great meal. You know, I'll sort of give a sign off to like signal that I'm going to go back to my meal and what I'm doing. And right. if that doesn't work, right. um, I may just start to ignore.
0: I didn't, <laughs> by the way, I did not ask you this on my podcast. I didn't say, how do you handle
1: yeah. the guys that
0: you're not interested in? I think I did a joke about, you can leave with any guy you wanted to. If you, if you wanted to, I did a, a positive thing That's of nice. you can have yours. Selection actually, cause I'm, I'm just a nice guy and I throw out a lot of compliments.
1: That's like this
0: plant is so beautiful. It is growing on me and it's literally growing in front of as us. As
1: we speak, it's like a little halo. No, that's very sweet of you to say. And I do, I understand, like, it's not, I, I think we talked about this as well, like how it is more. Don't know if acceptable is the right word, but just uh it's it's more common in New York. Um, I feel like than it is in LA. I feel like seeing a woman eating alone in LA is kind of a rare thing. Mm-hmm. I also do think sometimes people associate it with an invitation yep. to say something because I'm eating alone and therefore because of that, I have signaled that I maybe mm-hmm. yep, am there to right. pick up someone or do something. And it's like, no, I really just want to have a great meal and I I want to take in every moment of it just for myself. It's like traveling alone. I feel like when we have these experiences alone, and I don't like bringing someone into that is also wonderful. But I I have to have both. Yeah. Like even if I ha- if I have someone in my life and we are doing that, then I I still need to have a night where I right. I, I can yeah. And it doesn't have to be at a bar. I don't mean that. I just mean like sure. I I still need to have maybe a couple days for a me time trip. I yeah. got to do that. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know if you feel that way. I know you mentioned a, a partner, but like, if do you, you still create have, have to have your Craig time? Yeah. Um. Balanced and I get with, and I get my Craig yeah. time,
0: yeah. and uh, it's the funny yeah. thing is, um, when uh, Princess Cherry and I take a road trip, like, um, I, I I think I may have told you this. Did I tell you? Uh, well, I, the last time I was in Carmel, so Carmel is my favorite place uh, in the world. I used to live there. And I sadly had to go up uh, this summer because a friend of mine had passed away. And he had a um, really sad, great, he was in great shape. He was a doctor in great shape. And he had pancreatic cancer and it was, um, couldn't believe it. Just the sweetest man. He was 73, I think. And uh, it came out of nowhere. So I had to go up for an event uh, and speak there at a celebration of Dr. Bob, His name was Dr. Bob Morale. great great man. I knew him since local TV in Monterey when I worked there as a sports mm. guy. He was on camera. And so, mm. um afterwards, it was at eleven a m. Mm. and then i already I already had the my favorite restaurant, Les Gargot, uh, booked for that night because I wasn't going to go the night before I had to speak. and mm. And then i I said to Princess Cherry, I'm going to go have a drink by myself. And she's like, of course you are. Great. Go. I'll meet you at the restaurant. Um, and I told, didn't I tell you this or not? Did don't you just think, think so. about
1: No, we I mean, were going to always- get into road trips because we actually said we need, we almost need like another podcast to get into some other topics because we touched well, on it. Well, here's what's funny. Yet.
0: I'm going to tell it. It's almost done. But people, if they listen to both podcasts, they'll say, you know, he told it on both podcasts and Maggie didn't remember this, but it's okay. Wait, don't. I don't... I-
1: I, maybe, I don't know if I
0: told the story. I don't know if I told the story. So, you
1: didn't tell it in the way that was like, yes. uh, Princess Cherry sa- said go do your thing and I'll right. meet you. That Like we weren't specifically talking about like how we have me time okay. in partnership. Yeah. So yeah.
0: here's what happens. I go, so there, we're gonna go to I'm gonna go to my favorite restaurant, Lescargo. Uh Carrie Lutis is the chef owner. I've known him for years. Great French restaurant. But first there is a um, Auberge. It's you know there are these special hotels, the resorts, yeah. Yes, the resorts, and they have a special restaurant there that I've never been. But I just like to go to the building, the the the, uh, the hotel, and have a drink. And I I was all dressed up. It was probably you know four thirty or five, nice weather. And I walk around the corner to get to the hotel, past the Doris Day Hotel, the Cypress Inn, for those of you who know Carmel, and across the street is this legendary chef who is the it's i think it's called Abergine or something is the name mm-hmm. of the restaurant oh is that yeah. i
1: think i've heard of this yeah yeah and
0: and and his he's in his his smock and his is and his 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 helpers are all there and they're just sitting there before the big night they're just resting before mm-hmm. they walk back into the hotel they're just chilling out and i see him across the way and i am so fired up to have a martini now after the stressful day yeah I give him one of these and he just starts laughing and I go in there and I walk, I walk in, it's a small little bar, the restaurants to the side and the concierge says, can I help you? I go, I'm having a martini. Like I was a little aggressive. I go, I'm having a martini. And I'll send someone in to make you a martini, sir. Anyway. So I had my martini. It felt great. This really nice couple uh, sat down. We were just chatting. They had lived in Carmel. They were now somewhere else. They were, he was, he's, he's an author. I didn't, I found out later, but long story short, I told him, I said, yeah, it's, I'm in town because of this situation with my friend, but it's okay. And I go to Les go and the couple picked up my whole dinner they called it in and they bought me princess chair and they oh bought me God. dinner. Cause they said, you know, it was a rough day for you, Craig. And I said, I owe you and I'll, I'll get them a nice dinner. the next time I see him in Carmel, you know what I'm saying?
1: Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. that's a great but, story.
0: but, but the moment I, I have to sometimes have a drink by myself. I need it sometimes. I
1: I, can I tell you, I get it. And I think it's hard sometimes. I love that she understands that I all, I, I find that it is I don't, I don't want to bring gender into it, but I do feel like it's sometimes more understood when a man says like, I need to go have a moment and have this drink. And, you know, for me, sometimes it's not like, Oh, I have to go out and meet me. I can just be like, I need to pour a glass and sit on my balcony and look out at this view and not be, I'm going to enjoy this glass of wine.
0: But
1: I, but I, there is something about going somewhere and, Anyway, I'm I, not that I struggle with it, uh, explaining it to people. I think it is just harder sometimes for men to understand a woman that needs to do that than yeah. it is for a woman to understand a man that needs to do that. And yeah. even though yeah. I think all the intention is the same, it's not like I'm trying to go and, but you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah.
0: Let me ask you, have you ever been to, as a guest, a private men's club where they have the panel walls and had a drink or uh, any of those places anywhere?
1: No, I don't think so. Does like, that sound I've been does to that like sound, cigar lounges? I've you, been you've to, been to
0: cigar lounges?
1: Uh-huh. I've like popped like, in you, and met someone there and like you, seen. Do you, yeah. Do you like that? Uh No, I don't need to. I don't. I don't. Okay. The, the cigar lounge vibe was not for me. Okay. Um, I haven't been in a gentleman's. Uh, yeah, I'll why, you, or, yeah. Well,
0: I'll, I'll tell you why. It, and it's one of those things where. I have no desire. I've done it, and so it's it's potentially out of my system. But there was a time where I, I, I would never want to be a member because I'd see the same people over and over again. But I get invited as guests. I just want to tell you quickly because I like yeah. this, these these two lines. There's there's the California Club, which is downtown LA, and it's an yeah. old conservative club. And then there's the, the Jonathan Club, which uh-huh. is oh a, yeah, I
1: know You've heard Jonathan of the
0: club. I've never yeah. been to the Jonathan Club. If I wanted to go, obviously I know people I could go.
1: It's mm. downtown.
0: It's also out in Santa Monica, Malibu. They have a place. Mm. So downtown, you have the California Club, beautiful, famous architect building down there. Great paneling, great. They have a great deck where you can smoke cigars, and have martinis, all this food, all these appetizers, different rooms for dining. And the Jonathan Club, you know, maybe a little younger and hipper. And this, these are the two lines that they say. And keep in mind that the California Club is considered more conservative than okay. the Jonathan Club. The Jonathan Club, the members run LA, the members of the Jonathan club run LA, the members of the California club own LA.
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) That's funny. There's this (laughs)
0: guy. So imagine I've been to the California club twice having a martini and it's like, this is great.
1: It's a very hard thing to understand when it's not associated with, you know, being in your twenties and going out to clubs and like hooking up and meeting people. It's literally like, I just want a good meal. I just want a good cocktail. I want to feel a certain way. And it's not about like doing anything else, being anything else. Like I had a an ex who used to say, you just want to go be catnip.
0: And I'm like, no,
1: I I don't. I actually I'm not going for the attention. I'm going to to have a moment for myself and eat a really good meal. So I would say, you know, your Jonathan Club experience for me is like when I get the opportunity to travel and I and I do try to when I travel, especially alone, I will make sure that I have the means to travel the way that I need to travel to feel as safe, comfortable, and whatever while I'm you know, traveling, especially alone. But in that, it's usually the hotel bar is one of my, I, I love a hotel bar. Like I love when I'm traveling and what <laughs> I'm getting a lot of thumbs up.
0: No, I, like, I love, it's like uh, we were years ago, my brother and I he came up, he was living in Chicago and I was, we came into Minneapolis, St. Paul, where we, we were from the twin cities. And I wasn't sure where we were going to stay. And we went to St. Paul where my dad used to work, F. Scott with Gerald, who wrote The Great Gatsby, he grew up on Summit yeah. Avenue. And we went to the St. Paul Hotel and I said, he wanted to see it. You know, it's a hundred years old and we went in the lobby and he goes, let's stay here. I love a lobby bar. I love a hotel lobby bar. I love hotel lobby bars. I love."
1: Give them. me your favorite. Do you have a favorite?
0: I don't know if I do. Now, the the Polo Lounge is not a, a lot of oh. lobby bar, but I mm-hmm. used to go to the pole lounge after work all the time and i haven't gone i don't go much anymore it's kind of weird how th- things change where you go yeah trying to think of what i like
1: have um, you been to the mayborn yet or Dante? okay so i used to go
0: there yeah it, it okay. was what was it called before, before the montage um,
1: yeah, yeah that's the right montage. Uh-huh. so
0: i used to go there all the time that was a nice vibe yeah was a nice actually vibe.
1: we had lunch one of our lunches was uh i mean it wasn't at okay the bar, that but... place
0: that place used to be I liked it before they renovated it. It used to be called the writer's room and they had a tight little carpet right. and everything. And that's uh, called uh, Meritage. Yes. Yeah. That's a nice little spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I it's, like it's that. It's not place bad. A lot. Do, you, do you have a favorite one? I'm not thinking of anyone right now.
1: I don't know. You know, I used to love old, like, again, I feel like as I'm traveling, like, that's when I experienced it the most. Although I will say I love the old school, like, Santa Monica. I love the Casa del Mar. Or like yes. the shutters. Yes. Um, I love the Mastros in Malibu. It's it's right. ridiculous, but I love the right. I love that vibe. But I I feel like because it's hotel bars, it's usually when I'm traveling. I loved the There's a Do you know the Firmdale hotels like the Ham Yard and the Crosby and the Whitby in New York? I don't. Um, I would say the Whitby is probably like one of my favorite hotels in the whole world. Oh, that sounds um, cool and the Ham Yard in, in, in London is very similar. They've, they're just, I feel like they get so many, it's, a, it's, it feels like a boutique hotel, but it's run like a, any, anyway, their bars are right. very special.
0: So three things there it's closed. Now it was the Biltmore in Santa Barbara. Oh, and yes. I used to go there Beautiful. loved it. So stunning. Yes. Old, That's old Spanish. One. Yeah. Yeah. In, and then I I was in London in the 90s. I, I wish I, I have to go back and I want to go to the Savoy because I like yep. this I like the pictures of it and the bar there, and there's some in Paris that I've been to Paris. But I want to go now that I'm older. I'm going to go to different places. Just like right so in, in 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 San Francisco, I've mentioned my favorite place is called the Big Four restaurant and bar. It's on Knob Hill. It's in the Huntington Hotel, which is currently closed, but it's got new ownership. It's going to reopen. It's near the Fairmont and the Mark Hopkins. And then I think I may have mentioned this on our my podcast, the Saint Regis Hotel in New York with the um, King Cole Bar, oh yeah, which has a big mural on it. Yeah, and it's kind of a small bar, and they claim they invented the Bloody Mary there. And they it's it's a nice place. And I was that there in is... the '90s, and and Alec Baldwin was sitting nearby smoking a cigar because you could smoke back then in the '90s in a bar. You did tell this story. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. See, I
1: remember. And I talked about Teresi in New York, another, by the way, it's a newer restaurant, but it is talk about a great bar um, and, and so easy for a solo to get a, I mean, it's very hard to get a reservation there, but you can walk right into the bar, especially one off. Um, Okay. Three things you cannot live without right, right now, just right now. It doesn't have to be like in life or whatever. It's just like right now, Craig, what are like three things in your day? kind of well, that.
0: I was gonna say, I kind of repeated like, I have to have my coffee in the morning. There's three things my club chair, coffee, Bill Evans music, so peaceful. Yeah, I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven. Yeah, I, w- I was gonna say, I, you know, we all have our little hobbies and stuff. So, the NBA season, I'm an NBA fan and I watch every regular season game of my Minnesota Timberwolves, so it's NBA league pass. I have oh. to watch that. I do. It's, I have it down to an art where I'll turn it off. You're not going to bring me down if you're playing poorly. I'll just turn it off and I'll go watch <laughs> Three Days of the Condor with Robert Redford from 1973. You're not going oh, to crush my vibe, man.
1: Yeah. So what was
0: that expression about uh, something harsh my vibe?
1: That was it. Harsh. I don't know. Don't, don't harsh my like vibe. Kids, don't harsh my vibe. Say. Yeah. Uh, a third thing.
0: So uh, let's see. I, um, I love my I nap, sleep, walking. Yeah, there's not a lot I need because I'm so I'm just so grateful for the simple things in life. I'll just say a good night, a good night's sleep. I need a good night's sleep. I need my Bill Evans in the morning and I need my NBA League Pass currently. Yeah.
1: I love this. So, so Craig Hillborn to have a good day and and fill the tank and his, so his me time, his classic right now what he cannot live without are the Timberwolves leave, the league pass, his Bill Evans, his his chair and his coffee in the morning. And a good night's sleep. That's it. That's like these sound like the keys to life. Honestly, you know, I've I've had a couple of people talk about sports being their me time, and I kind of love it. I want to incorporate a little more of that into the podcast.
0: Well, it's also if you don't do it right, it's depressing and it puts you in a funk. Uh, you know, like when the Minnesota <laughs> when the Minnesota Vikings win, the coffee tastes better on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday because they won on Sunday. So your week, you can't have it control you quite that much. Also, just to let you That's know, I, am, I do watch a show. I think I told you I watch Bosch. It's blue. Oh. Coll- it's blue collar, but I love it. It's, they shot they shoot around L.A. and all the all the bars we've been to and restaurants, the Dantanas, Musso and Frank, etc. And it's coming out October twentieth, four days. I guess. That's is that part. like your
1: binge show? For is that like what you look forward to?
0: I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we like it. It's Bob. It's now Bosch Legacy. It was Bosch when he was a cop, and then he retired, and now he's a private investigator. Oh. Mimi Rogers is a lawyer in it. She's good. Yeah, that'll be fun.
1: That'll be fun. That'll be great. That'll be another, if this were in a couple of weeks, I'd be like three things you can't live without right now. And you'd be like, Bosch
0: legacy. Yeah.
1: Bosch legacy. Yeah. I could talk to you uh, on this. Thank you for For getting so in like specific about me time, I really do feel like you are a you're kind of a an expert, a king on it. So I have experts on occasionally. So because part of my me time is learning from people, and it's weird because this podcast is called Me Time. I feel like I'm good at it, but I actually think you're better.
0: (laughs) Can I say (laughs) something, honey? Yeah. So I've I've said to some of my friends, and they're you know. I guess they might describe themselves as spiritual and I said some of my positive beliefs and they say, you know, uh, that's like Buddhism right there. What you just said, like, mm-hmm. it's, inst- I'm patting myself on the back, which I'm comfortable doing, but I, some yeah. of my instincts, some of my instincts are, are very good with, you know, the positive energy we, we need in life to, you know, and not being negative and, and not being uh, you know, my big word with people I worked with was bitter. A lot of bitter people don't be bitter, be grateful. Right. You know?
1: I think that's beautiful. And I, you mentioned that when I did your podcast as well. And I, I, when you talk about dreaming, you talk about being creative and you talk about what you do to be in those spaces. It is, I would put that in my like, you know, spiritual practice category, Mm -hmm. just because that is what it is to me. It feels Mm -hmm. almost like a religious practice that I have to do to feel like that. But you, you've hit the nail on the head because that is what it is. I think supposed to do for us, we can't be good in relationships. We can't help heal the world. We can't help heal through art. We can't do anything if we ourselves are on empty and as you said, bitter or living in a space of you know, uh, resentment or content, just that darkness. And yep. so it might feel selfish to take that time to, to some people to take that time for yourself. But I think what you're really doing is you're taking care of, of the main thing you need to, to be in the world and be good for anything else. I think you are, I think you do have a very kind of Buddhist way about you without thank without you. trying, so. Thank yeah. you. Thank anyway, you, this got real, this got real. We got real on me time today. Craig, thank you so much. We've taken a lot of your time and I really, really appreciate it. I very much enjoy talking to you, so. Thank you, Maggie. It was very nice. Have a I wonderful mean, week, not getting sick. I actually feel better, so we probably could have done it, but you, you know great. what, why? You look great. Thanks. Nice. That's all I about. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Me Time. Please follow us on our socials, at Me Time with Maggie, on Instagram. Oh, I-, I have a TikTok as well. I think we're going to start posting some things there. I think it's just Mags Lawson, which is my Instagram. So, and yeah, I'm trying to get to know this TikTok, this TikTok thing all the kids are doing. Anyway, at Me Time with Maggie, please enjoy your weeks. Try to find some time to rest and heal and have a little me time for yourself and enjoy the fall.